What is going on, guys? Welcome to Bearded Discussion Podcast, the show that talks about what it means to be a man in the 21st century. I'm your host, Simon Binkowski, a self-proclaimed fitness fanatic, and I'm on a journey to challenge stereotypes about men. Every week, me and my guests will bring you amazing conversations about masculinity, relationships, fitness, sex, and many more. Now, let's jump into the show. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bearded Discussion Podcast. Today with me, I have the YouTuber slash professional jokester, Mr. Adam Kumas. Welcome back. Hello. How you doing, man? I'm good, bro. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the show. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, what I wanted to discuss today is something that um, I'm sure in a lot of ways uh, or yeah, in a lot of ways is, is close to our hearts. Um, and it's something, a little thing called uh, male ego. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to discuss it because I find it fascinating. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's such a, um, such a sort of sensitive topic and, and very universal when it comes to men uh, in general. Um and I just wanted sort of, um, you know, just just discuss it. And um, I found I found a few examples sort of of uh, of situations when uh, when male ego kicks in. Um, and I just sort of, you know, I, I wanted to hear you hear, hear your opinion of um, what what you think about them. And and sort of like the the, the first one, the first. Uh, universal example of when a male ego kicks in is um when like when he can't do something when a man can't do something and i just think it's so true because um definitely i've been in the situations like that where if someone tells me oh you can't do something yeah. i immediately that sort of that switch like yeah. lights up in my head and you, you, you like, no, I'll fucking show you. Like I, I can do it. Like, right. Right. <laughs> well, so the thing, first thing is I'd like to say that I've never actually experienced that um, because no. there's never anything I can't do. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I can really, I can really get what you mean. It's, uh, you know, it's two things. I think being told, yeah, you're not allowed to do something. And then, somebody saying, oh, I bet you can't do that because you don't have the skill set. And then both of those things sort of spur you on to kind of want to just do it to the best of your ability, even if it's something that doesn't even benefit you, just to spite them and go, yeah, I told you I can do it. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, you, you know, if whenever I hear that, like you can't do something, I don't, I don't know whether that's universal for everyone, but I, I, I really do feel like if someone tells you, you know, you're unable to do this or that, is is a bit like... Who are you to tell me what I can do and I can't? Normally a teacher or something. <laughs> yeah, but that's you know, that's that's when you're a little kid or something and, and that's that's actually that's actually a very interesting point because if you teach your kids from you know, from from being little, uh, that you, you can't do something and you really like sort of embed it in their heads and then behavior, that can really mess them up when they um, when they get older. Yeah, unless it's like, you know, road safety or something, you know, like you can't cross I mean, the yeah, road. obviously, like the, <laughs> obviously, like the standards of safety or whatever. Out, like, you can't go out walking late at night, you know, <laughs> yeah. 
you can't go in the swimming pool in the deep end when you ever had your first swimming lesson. Like, those true. things were fine. Like, that's true. Although, you know what? You know, maybe, maybe just do, you have to do jump in the deep end sometimes and figure it out. Yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, yeah, you're right. But like an, another thing, for example, is like when you play sports, you know, sports itself is such a competitive, yeah. um, such a competitive medium. And, and um, especially if you pay, if you play like male oriented sports, like football or rugby like or sport. American football. Yeah. <laughs> that was sexist. Male orientated. No, it's well, not. When they when they've got men playing them, they are men male orientated, and when they're females <laughs> playing them, then they're female orientated. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. What's a, what's a male sport compared to a female sport? Volleyball? No, I, just, I said I said no 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 no. I said male oriented. I didn't say male sport. Oh, okay. I thought you said women shouldn't be in sport. I think that's what you said, was it? No, uh, no, you twisted my words. <laughs> Why are you trying to get me cancelled? I'm just starting out. <laughs> I just I just saw the smile pillow and it just made me angry. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you guys I can't smile. Yeah. See, that's when your male ego kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any sport. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's such a it's a, you know, it's such a competitive thing where it, it is, yeah. De- definitely when you especially when you play team sports, you get that spark of, you know, I'm the biggest sort of, I have the big, I have the biggest balls on this like field or whatever. And I'm going to, sh- I'm going to show everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sexist. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're literally talking about balls as in like, I don't know, basketballs or footballs. Are uh, we, we're talking about a male ego, man. All right. Okay. You're talking about testicles. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I mean, people used to say to me when I was growing up, like, I remember in, in a secondary school, people or high school, people would go, oh, Adam, you're not very good at football. Or, oh, you're not, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. And the truth was I wasn't good enough. But yeah. I always say to them, I'm not, it's not that I'm not good enough. I just choose to be bad. Yeah, but and, also, and, and you personally, you're not really interested in, in sports like football, right? No, it sucks. <laughs> It does suck. It suck. Like, don't get me wrong. The World Cup's fine. I like the World Cup. Once every four years for about two weeks is, is perfect. Perfect yeah. amount of sports. The Olympics, I like watching occasionally. Again, once every four years, not this year because of various reasons. Mm. Adam is a Adam Kumas is a very um, uh, how do you say it? Uh, sporadic uh, sports fan. Yeah, very rare, uh, very um, minuscule. Casual, sports. casual. That's the word that I was looking for. Casual, not sporadic. Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> no. Every once in it randomly just pop up. Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Um, what do you do in a situation if, like, say you, um, it's 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 the evening. You're chilling at home with your girl, um, watching a movie or something, and then. Uh, I don't know, you guys watching your favorite movie and then the, the the main actor pops up on the screen, all chiseled, abs, yeah. muscles, you know, slick back hair like mine, not bragging. Yeah. Um and and when when your when your girlfriend is saying out loud how hot that actor is, that's another situation when your male ego kicks in like yeah you can be, you can definitely be um you can definitely be uh 
like self-aware and confident in yourself and your appearance and everything. But when you when when you hear someone that you love or that you're attracted to say something yeah. like that, that's a that's definitely a moment when your male yeah. ego kicks in and you're a bit like, what? Like you know. <laughs> Unless he's Ryan Gosling, in which case that guy's a legend, you know, and he is, he's worth it. He's worth the compliments. No, no, no. He's a great actor, but no. <laughs> See, I've accepted that Ryan Gosling's hot and Zach Efron. You need to get on board. Um, yeah, but the thing, the, thing that I, the thing that I find funny more about that conversation is that my partner will never say, oh, he's so good looking or he's so hot. They will normally just say, oh, yeah, he's really cool. He's really cool. Like, he's just a really good actor. It's like, fuck off. You don't care about his acting. You've never cared and told me but that, you know, you never said to me, Tom Hanks is a good actor. Like, Tom Hanks is a great actor, right? Yeah. But it'll just sort of subtly kind of go, yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's very cool, isn't he? Yeah. He's cool. And I'm like, that just means you think he's hot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I don't mind that because what I immediately do is eject the DVD or turn off the Netflix stream <laughs> and I put on another movie where there's like you, good uh, women in there and I start saying the same shit and then they start getting annoyed and I go, see, how do you like it? <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, yeah that, is, that is true. That is true. Yeah, and I just so, go, oh, she's so cool, Mar Margaret Robbie or whatever. I mean, yeah, it definitely works both ways, but it, it, you know, it's absolutely. I think, I think every one of us has been in, in that kind of situation when you uh, watching a movie and yeah, oh, yeah, just watching a TV and and you sort of hear that and subconscious oh, subconsciously it's like brewing in your head and it's like. It's fucking steaming, stewing in there. Yeah. And you remember it. You re like next time when you're going to see a completely different movie with the same actor or something, you'll be like, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I think for me, when it comes to movies, the male ego kicks in more like um, when my partner asks me to watch a scary movie. Because oh, yeah. I don't like watching. I don't like watching scary movies. For me, like unless it is the movie Scary Movie, because those aren't scary, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, or if it's in like Scream, which is ironic. I don't mind that. But like actual horror movies, like Insidious, or ones that are just jump scares, I don't enjoy them. I don't understand why that's a dopamine rush. It's not a fun time for me. But my partner loves them, and she's always saying, "Oh, you know, always, well, we, you know, I like to watch them." And we never watch any together. Yeah. And it, she always asks me, "Oh, is it because you're scared?" And I hate to say. Well, no, I'm not scared. I just, I just, I don't want to enjoy it. But then the reality is, I don't want to fucking watch it because I'm scared, right? <laughs> I can completely relate to that. It's like you, you have this sort of. I'm, I'm guessing in some ways, it's, it's, it's like a curse of creative people. When you, when, when you, when you're a creative person, you have this wild imagination, and then when that mixes with your, I don't know, just, just sort of natural apprehension towards scary movies like it's, it's, I, i'm not a fan like i i don't mind a scary movie from time to time but when i um sometimes when i watch it or sometimes i don't want to watch it because i know that fucking my head will definitely be like spinning three like 360 times a yeah, second like as soon me, as i put my head to the pillow yeah for, for, for me it's not even that it's not like it's not like i have long lasted creepiness or scariness <laughs> i just the the toughest thing about watching horror movies is the fact that when there's jump cuts and there's deliberate scares, natural reflexes as humans, as animals, we're supposed to react, respond like, <laughs> we're supposed oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. do that. And then as a man, especially if you're watching it with your partner, you're told not to do that because you're supposed to be there just the high in time going, mm. 
Like you're never, you're not supposed to jump. Even when you're watching it with like mates, like lads around or something, yeah, you're supposed yeah. to be like, if you jump, all the others are going, ah, look at him. Ah. And you see, so you're supposed to like repress what is such a basic and instinctive muscle memory. It's, it's Yeah, it's fight or flight, right? It's fight or flight. It's like people, it's like when people go to you at school, you know, in school, like people go, ah, you flinched. And you go, yeah, of course. It's a yeah. natural reaction. Imagine if like something in the wild was going to hit me and it just knocked, you know, poked my eye out. I was like, oh, I didn't flinch there, mate. You know, it's just like, no, it's a natural, you're supposed to have quick reflexes. Yeah. And I hate the fact that if I'm watching a scary movie with other people around, I will have to pretend that I don't have those natural sort of flinches. And that's, and that, I mean. that's like, I'm not scared of, of like, as far as I know, I don't, I'm not scared of anything else. Or I don't even just, I'm not scared of spiders. I'm not scared of, um, I don't Clowns. know. I'm scared of heights. Uh, Clowns? No. You know, like nothing. You know, there's, I'm not scared of anything. I'm not darkness, bit dying alone. I'm not scared of anything. And it's just, you know, I just don't want to watch horror movies because I feel yeah. like, I'm gonna to have to assert my masculinity. Like if I if I jump once throughout that movie, I'm gonna to have to take out the bins immediately, and you know then <laughs> <laughs> do something else. Whatever men do, I don't know what men do. Yeah, <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> I mean, definitely, like you know, the the male ego is such a uh, fragile thing in a lot of ways. Uh, but I would say, you know, the the funny thing about a male ego is that. I think, and I'm curious to see whether you agree with it, um, no one or nothing can hurt your male ego like a woman can. Like the slightest of comments, the slightest of comments. This sounds and, like a bad talk from experience. Um, of course, man. Like, of it's course. Bad, it, sorry, it, man. What, it, what, 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 what's been said to you? <laughs> oh, you don't know your six pack. You only have five packs on your six pack or something. I don't, I don't, I don't want to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think it's so true? Like, you, you know, because in, in, in a lot of ways, as guys, we, or, or when you sort of, um, when you look at it from uh, the perspective of just like biology and history and everything, like we are sort of oh, our nature or, or our natural instinct is to either like dominate or gather and like, and, you know, just get more or as much territory and, and everything like, like, you know, gather as much as possible. And, but then in a lot of ways, everything that we do subconsciously, uh, is to impress women yeah, in a lot of ways in a lot of ways that is true whatever you're trying to attract men or women it's 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 to attract a partner isn't it yeah it's like yeah to, uh, yeah exactly to to get attention and attract someone that you're attracted to as well it's kind of like i i don't know if you like there was a, you've probably seen it but there was like an amazing sort of uh um, clip of planet earth on youtube and it's david attenborough talking about these like these birds in the amazon rainforest i think it is and i can't remember the name of the bird i can't remember which region it was but it was basically a male bird and a female bird and a female bird looks plain as shit like no makeup on or anything but it was just like just a <laughs> basic brown bird essentially and the male bird had like um this huge array of like colorful feathers and patterns and he was dancing he was like doing a little 
dance, try and get it to like be like, oh, look at me, you know, I'm a, I'm a, an attractive person or I've got value. And I thought yeah. that's so bizarre. Like it's not too far away from what men do, but they just, instead of like feathers, we just do it with like, I don't know. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Well. That's exactly what I'm talking about. In a lot of and, and that, that's why I said what I said. We're just fucking bird brains in the end. Oh yeah, man. Like, oh, obviously, you, you know, that, that primal instinct as, as, as developed as we are as a society, uh, yeah. And, and as as much as things are changing, that primal instinct will never go. And and that's why I said what I said. You know, no, nothing and no one can hurt the male or impact the male ego like a woman can with the slightest of comments that in 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 a lot of cases could have could have not been intended. Could have not be yeah. Could have not been intended yeah. to 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 have yeah. that effect. Like imagine the situation if you're in bed or whatever, and you get like a slightest comment that you just didn't expect to hear in that in in that situation, in that intimate situation, and it can <laughs> fuck up your sex for like years to come. I think, yeah, I think for me, the only time I've experienced like women saying something which I'm like, oh, okay, is like just when they're making comments about like your hair or something, or and you're like, oh, and then you tell them, you go, oh, rude, and they kind of go, oh, was that rude? that's how I was like is that how you talk to like your to your female colleagues all the time it's like that's not just how women talk to each other and like I think that's like uh, I don't know like I think with men like men don't care about each other enough to sort of go they'll make your hairs a little bit off or this and it's just like alright oh yeah, yeah that's just how he looks today I don't care I don't even have the complexity to realise if he's had a haircut or he's had his, had his beard trimmed or whatever I yeah. don't care um Whereas I think women have those slight sort of adjustments and they go, oh, did you not? Oh, your hair looks different today. And you're like, what? Because I just looks fluffier. You're like, that's what true. do you mean? But that's, you know, that's, that's, that, that's, exa- that's exactly what you said, what you sort of referred to before. You know, if, if a guy says it to you, like, oh, fuck off. Like, you know, I don't care. But like, a guy doesn't even guess. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Be- but it, if, if, if a girl says it to you, you obviously take it to heart. It's just the slightest things that you haven't, you wouldn't even considered. Like the, the, I think some women have such an ability to pick up on every little detail that you didn't even know existed. Exactly, but you wouldn't care if it, if it was if it was the same detail and a guy said it to you. The only reason why you care so much is because you want to fuck. <laughs> I'd say you just because you don't value their opinion as much. I feel like when it comes to like basic <laughs> grooming or oh, you mean guys uh, or women? You don't value whose opinion? Guy's opinion. Guy's opinion, yeah. I don't value okay. their opinion. Like, when it comes to like basic grooming or looking good and stuff, I just don't value their opinion. So if they go, if someone, if a guy goes up to me and goes, oh, you're a shirt shit, mate, I'm just like, who are you? You're not, unless you're like some, unless you're like Gok Wan or some famous stylist, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to care. But if you're just, if, but if a woman tells you that, you're just like, oh my God, I better, I better just burn all my outfits and buy new stuff because you yeah. value their opinion a lot more. Um, uh, y- y- yes, yes, but let's not. Okay, let, well, maybe, let's, maybe it's maybe it's no, 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 no. It's true. Yeah, I agree with you. But let's, you know, don't beat around the bush. You value their opinion because you also just want to fuck as much as possible. No, I don't know, man. It depends because I, any woman, so like even if it's friends, family, any woman, if any woman gives me advice, like I, I get advice, I get, I get advice from uh, good friends. And they, you know, there's no, there's no attraction there at all. It's just like proper friendship and stuff. And they'll just go, oh, by the way, you look better when you do this. And I kind of go, oh, okay, yeah. I, I, had a, like, I had a sneaking suspicion <laughs> that sandals with socks wasn't a good idea. 
White like, socks. I, I'm gonna get used to do that. I've got, I, uh, I have to find them. I've got some photos. Mate, I thought I was the fucking dom when I was wearing sandals and socks. That and you is see disgusting. I'm in, so uh, disappointed with you right now. It's just like I'm so disappointed with you. Come on. Especially white, like white socks and sandals. That is the worst fucking look the ever. Only ones you can wear. Huh? Those are the only socks you wear with sandals. <laughs> no, you don't wear sandals. Period. Well, Jesus that did it. it. What would Jesus do? Uh, if he was, if he was, if, if he was alive today, he would probably wear Yeezys. He's alive with all of us, Simon. What are you talking about? All right, this is not that kind of podcast. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> We'd like to take a minute to sponsor, talk about our sponsor, Jesus Christ. He's bringing you the new New Testaments. New, new, uh, new tour coming 2032. Uh, it has three extra lines of uns, like unscripted before. Yeah, exactly. Three extra testaments. <laughs> what what oh. you see next will surprise you. We're gonna burn in hell, man. Well, you're going, you definitely lost all your Christian followers. <sighs> okay, that's fine. Let's talk about that's the Quran. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, why do you think? Why do you think a male sort of male ego is so fragile? Why do you I think, think that I, is? I, I don't. You know, I don't know why it's fragile, but I do know why it's necessary. Okay, why is it needed then? I think it's necessary because men need to do stupid shit in order to achieve certain shit, certain stuff. Okay. Um, and that goes with anyone. I think, you know, obviously women do it too, but I think men, when it comes, like, not to generalize, but I think when it comes to stupidity, I think men have like a stronghold. Like, don't get me wrong, there's some stupid women out there, but I think men have just really, we've taken that niche and we've, we've sort of, we've made it our own. When you think of stupid, if you think of like the, the, the definition of stupid, in terms of like a person, you're imagining a man nine times out of 10. Yeah. Um, and I think like stupidity, I don't know. Jackass is just an example that comes to mind. Great uh, show. Great show. show Before fucking YouTube and pranks and stuff like that. They, they were the original G's, right? And some of the, their show was so entertaining and everything else. And, and the, all of that came from the male ego. Oh, I'll do this. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I'll have a paintball shot in my face or I'll have my ass cheeks tattooed. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's all just like, I bet you can't do that chicken, chicken. And they start doing it. And I think like even on a, on a different level, like, I don't know, like, uh, like for example, if, you do, if you're doing stand-up comedy, like so when I do gigs, yeah. right? Uh, if I go on, especially when I first started, I've been going four years now, but when I first started, I was in my first few gigs. I remember I would just go up and I would die. I would completely just die on stage. Nobody would laugh. Everybody would look at me going, who's this guy? Why is he even here? Uh, and you think, why the, hell would you, why the hell would I come back? I came back because of the male ego. I okay, came back. So- I know I can do better. I know I'm good. I, I've always, even though I was, I've been definitely shit at times, I always thought I was good. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the thing that keeps you coming back. So I think if you don't have enough of an ego, um, and a, a comedian of mine that I really like, uh, Shappy Corsandi, she, she talks briefly in one of her stand-up bits about why you, some, why you see uh, more men in stand-up than women in, like, she gives one reason why you might see more men than women in stand-up. And it's because men have this ego, which women don't seem to have. They don't have this, they don't have the same level of arrogance that men do. 
Like if men go on stage, I think she did a likening to like a nightclub. <laughs> she, I think her set was something like if a man goes into a, like if a woman goes into a club and asks a man to dance or something, and the man goes no. She immediately like breaks down. She'll go to the toilets with her friends and everything else, and her friends will be like, "Don't worry about him. He's he's, just, he's stupid. He doesn't know what he's talking about." You know, uh, you, he'll be he'll be lucky to have you. Don't worry, you're, you're too good for him anyway. And that's the sort of support network that we have. If yeah. a man goes up to a club, into a club, and asks a girl out or something, and she goes no, he just walks away and goes, "Oh, she must be a lesbian," and just goes <laughs> up to her. <laughs> just asks you know like ten more in a row, and it's like it's that level of stupidity, arrogance, and ego that I think is necessary just for survival. I think. <laughs> You kind of, otherwise, if you just take everything at face value, you're just going to go, oh my God, life is so crap. I can't do anything. Um, that is so you true. End up anyway, it's, you know, why start, why start a podcast? You know, like you think, oh, because, because you want to make, you want it to be really, you think it's going to be valuable to other people. There's a certain level of ego in that, you know, like what? Of course. You, yeah. So it's like, but you, if you didn't have an ego and you didn't have any sort of wanting to do well, I think is like, takes an ego, you know, but it's so, yeah, what, exactly what you're saying. It's also, but it's it's also that thing of, um, say, even if you bomb or whatever, it's it's that thing in your head where where you think to yourself, I can really do better. Like you know, yeah. Like this was this was, I just fucked up, but I can definitely do better. And like like I have to go out again and prove to myself that I can. Yeah, you know, I'll show you guys. Exactly. I'll never see you again, but. If I do, I'll be better. Exactly. I am the man. I have to show everyone that I can do it. And, and yeah. exactly that. But Absolutely. at the same time, that can be dangerous because when is that sort of point where that can overtake you as a person or your personality and you just become an arrogant prick, essentially? And uh, that, that, that is very dangerous because you definitely, at a certain point, I think you, you reach that, you can reach that point. I think I don't know when it becomes dangerous. I think maybe dangerous if you start if you start overestimating your skills and you kind of go, yeah, I'm a lifeguard. Let your kids swim in the pool, and it's like you, you've never had. Yeah, but I don't, I don't mean dangerous physically. I just mean sort of you, dangerous to your pers- to your personality and how the world sort of you know your interactions with the world around you because you, right. you you can get to that point where you just become so uh, so sort of in it that you sort of, you know, you're the best, I'm going to show everyone and whatever that you, you, you just become arrogant really. And, and yeah, so, so speaking as an arrogant prick, my experience <laughs> is exactly. that's genuinely been my, that's generally been my, my affectionate nicknames from friends and, and partners. They've always just called me prick and I've just gone, Cool. I guess there's a similarity, right? Uh, I take it in my stride. I mean, that's part of being arrogant. You kind of go, well, it's a good trait to have to being overconfident. Yeah. I think the I think it's okay to be arrogant to the extent where people call you arrogant and a prick, as long as you have those human moments where oh, yeah, you know yeah. when so, if somebody's generally in need and stuff, you can you can switch up all the all the bullshit and you can just talk to them one on one and just listen to them. Absolutely. I think as long as you have that, then you can really take the arrogance to as far as you want. So like on stage, I'm super arrogant, but yeah. I like to think when I'm just in the green room talking to comedians, you know, and they're talking to me, even one-on-one, I'd like to think that I come across very, a lot more personable compared to how I am on stage. And yeah. 
for me, I think that's kind of a license. So, you know, I think the worst thing is like, I don't know. I mean, I, I know it's getting too comedy specific, but that's sometimes when you see people on stage and they're super friendly, super, super likable, they're like, oh my God, I'm just the everyman. Oh my God. And then you see those pricks come off stage. They're the worst people to talk to. I know so many of them like brilliant comedians and then you, they're so arrogant on stage when you speak to them off stage you're like wow this person's actually a prick like actual like, but then you know, that that, that that won't last long because you can see through that sort of you know at, after a certain point if someone sort of puts on that mask you can see behind the bullshit or you will yeah, be able to see behind they're the bullshit they're on TV so they're doing well but yeah <laughs> yeah but you know I just, it will come out at some point sooner or later I'm sure uh, as it as it has done for for many there's not, people. There's nothing wrong with being a prick. Like, there's no. It's not like illegal to be a prick, though, is it? You can't be oh, like, no, no, I'm, I'm not. But like what you said, what you, what, what, <laughs> but what you said is very is very true and important. You know, it's good to be confident, and and even when that sort of confidence at certain points uh, sort of bridges like sort of over arrogance, and yeah. it, to some people you may appear that way. But then when you sort of in these more uh, I don't know, sensitive or intimate moments or whatever, you have that sort of the personal, the the, the yeah. personable side of you sort of come out. And that is exactly, that is exactly it. Like it's, it's good. It's great to be confident and self-aware and, and have a high self-esteem because in a lot of ways, that's what you need to progress in life. Yeah. But, um, you know, you, you cannot be that 24 seven or you cannot be that, yeah, in, nobody's like in that. Every, like, in, in every situation. Oh, I'm sure you have a lot of people like that. Like, well, I'm, I'm, on, on I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I, I know that in some in, in some ways that might be a stereotype, but if you look at sort of like the financiers and bankers in like Canary Wharf or Wall Street, I'm sure that like yeah, a lot of... Say, for fuck stereotypes of bankers. It's like, you know, they've got enough, they don't have, they have enough money not to care about stereotypes. They're the only subgroup of people where you can just sort of say, all oh, bankers are pricks. And they'd be like, yeah, you know what, mate? I had a money bath again today. I had a money bath. Like, they, don't, they don't care. They're the only section of society you can call pricks, absolute wankers, right? And nobody, they don't care because they've got too much money to worry about the problem. And you know what? If I had that much money, I wouldn't care either. So as far as I can say, generalize away, man. You yeah, but that, no, but that uh, that also depends on what kind of a person you are. I'm guessing, like, if you were born into money, then and and you then sort of got into that lifestyle, you'll never, you'll probably never change, or there's going to be a very small amount of people that that actually will. But if you sort of, you know, if you were brought, if you were brought up in a humble sort of had like humble beginnings or whatever, that teaches yeah. you a lot of humility. Like, it, of course, it does. Exactly. Just, just the words "I can't have that" or "you can't have that" exactly is hugely so powerful because then you're trying to process process it in your little brain. Like, why can I have? Why cannot I have that? Why can't I have that? Yeah, and it's just like you know, it's it's a trait which you can't. It's definitely an environmental trait. You can't you can't teach it. You just have to experience it. I think. Yeah, that's and that's true. I think that's. That's the thing. That's like the problem. You know, when you see like people who come from humble beginnings, you know, and they grow up and then they have their own kids and their own family and then they have kids and their kids are just fucking spoiled. And you can tell they're always wrestling and go, I want to make my kid have the same values as I did, but I don't know how to do that without fucking just disowning them, chucking them in an adoption house. <laughs> like, yeah. Hard for them to say, you know, keep them humble. But yeah. It's just yeah. It that's, that's, that's absolutely true. And, you, you know, sort of, so, in a lot of ways that the sort of the moral of this podcast is like, you know, it's, 
it's good to to it's good to have a ego have an ego it's good to hit, keep your ego in check but then and sort of don't don't let it um you consider it don't 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 let it become you as a person in 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 a lot of ways and sort of because <clears throat> i used to i used to be like that like in like even a few years ago like i i used to be like that i used to be very sensitive to what people said to me and and you know i i used to have that thing like i was sort of easily annoyed or insulted or whatever That's and, you know you today, mate. nah 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 <laughs> Oh no! You, you laughed, so maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Had you gone? No. <laughs> you know me. You know me well enough to know that. But it, it's yeah. you know I, I I used to be like that, and right. and then at a certain after a certain point, you right. sort of say to yourself, like no, like you know, I will have no friends or no sort of any social yeah, circles. If you, or, will, if you don't have a sense of humor, nobody's going to like you, you know? You need exactly. To that, that's up. exactly what I'm saying. Like, you know, if, if that's sort of the way to overcome it in a lot of ways is to just, in a lot of ways, stop giving a fuck. And, and stop taking yourself too seriously. Exactly, exactly I, don't, exactly. I don't like people who take themselves too seriously. People who can't laugh at themselves. And every time, like even on social media, if they just every post is like it has to be so profound and they're really doing a cause and like and when you meet those people and you know that they can't they they can't they they literally drink from the same shit they serve everyone else. They they, they you know they don't have the ability to step and look back and go, okay, that sounds pretty pretentious. I hate that. Yeah, <clears throat> I know, I know. Exactly. And so like, you know, guys, if you, if you, if you listen into it and, and, um, you sort of see that as a problem in your life or something, just don't stress over the little shit because it's not worth it. And, not special, you know? uh, exactly. Exactly. You know, <laughs> that's how you're going to get more viewers telling them <laughs> you are not special. No, you're not. Maybe, maybe not. You're not special. It's just, it don't stress over the little things and, and, you know, just yeah. exactly, exactly. Don't take yourself too seriously because life's too short for it. And yeah. you know, why do that? Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you for coming on to, uh, on this show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, if people want to find you on the internet, they can find you on your social medias. Yeah, you can find me on social media. Uh, main one, YouTube slash Adam Kumas. Um, new videos every Monday. Uh, the latest video, I think, is actually uh, one on the male ego. So very relevant to this podcast. There you go. There you go, guys. Go and check it out. Adam Kumas on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week. Thank you, Adam. Cheers, See man. ya. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Bearded Discussion Podcast. If you like the show, subscribe and follow your host, Simon Binkowski, on YouTube and Instagram. Share it with your friends and tune in next week. See ya.